Welcome to the One Heart Podcast from Concordia University, St. Paul, where we share the stories at the heart of our CSP community. Greetings, listeners, and thank you for listening to the One Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Schultz. Today, we have a conversation with our Chief Diversity Officer, Michael Tome. Michael shares with us his background and how CSP engages in serving our diverse student population. I know conversations about diversity and topics related to it can often be fraught with a lack of clarity, some confusion, and even a good amount of conflict. But what I think Michael does is lay out clearly how CSP is committed to our Christian faith as well as loving and serving our students. With that, I bring you Michael Tome. Thank you for being with me, Michael. Yeah, absolutely. Really, thank you for having me. So let's get to know you a little bit. Talk about your background. Uh, who are you? Where are you from? Uh, and then why are you passionate about working with a diverse student population? Yeah, so I'm from Michigan. I grew up there, a town called Monroe, Michigan. It's in the southeast corner, um, about 20 minutes north of Toledo, Ohio. Uh, my background is a bit unique. I was adopted at five months old. Uh, my parents, Alan and Sherry Tome, adopted me. I was the second adopted child in our family. Overall, I have seven brothers and sisters, so there are eight kids in our family, and of the eight, six of us are adopted. So I have two sisters from South Korea. I've got two other brothers that are biracial, like myself. I've got a sister from Canada, and then my two oldest siblings are biological to my parents. Um, so that's a little bit of my background. I mean, I grew up, you know, not knowing any different. Uh, it was just my, that's what it was, and uh, I think as you get older, you start to realize you know, the uniqueness, unique nature of that, um, the special nature of that kind of really just grew up seeing people for who they are um, and being around a lot of different types of people, the way they look, the way they act, their backgrounds, um, but always centered. Our family was certainly always centered in faith, in Christ. My parents, uh, very strong Christians, uh, raised us in a Christian home and um, really, really uh, provided that love and support for us that sort of unconditional love that we talk about, that we hear about was very, very evident. Um, so I think that really drives my passion for diversity work and really, you know, diversity work can mean a lot of different things, but I think the centering point for me as I, as I come to work every day, as I serve here at CSP is, is really to try to um, do the best I can to not only myself see people as God sees them, but to help others uh, see others as God sees them as well, that, that we have value because God says so. And um, loving people and supporting people and walking with people through, through life's journey um, is a great, great calling for, for each of us. And it stems from the unconditional love that we've been shown um, by God himself. Very cool. Thank you for sharing that. So what's brought you to CSP? Uh, share, share your career path, your educational journey, and how you got to be here today. Yeah. So um, I went to Oakland University, which is not a Concordia University. <laughs> <laughs> it's in uh, Rochester, Michigan. Um, I went there to study science and play basketball. And I was really, really fortunate to have a, a, just a wonderful time playing basketball um, and, and studying. And I got my bachelor's degree in biology and my master's degree in biology. And 
as I was navigating through what to do next, uh, you know, medical school popped up a couple times and uh, maybe, you know, just different paths, but I really, really enjoyed teaching and coaching. And so I started down that path, teaching and coaching. I taught at private schools. I taught at community colleges. I coached soccer and basketball and track and baseball and all kinds of things and really enjoyed that. And then really kind of uh, was asked into leadership. It wasn't never really something that I that I had on my radar to say, oh, I want to be a, um, a school administrator, um, but was asked if I would consider it. Um, around 2007. So that entered into actually my first uh, role as a Lutheran school principal was in St. John at St. John Lutheran school in Rochester, Michigan. And uh, that was really a a cool thing for me. I very, very much enjoyed my Lutheran school experience growing up. I loved it. I loved my teachers. I loved the, the experience that I had. And so this seemed like a really cool way to combine some passions that I have uh, teaching school in general, being around kids um, with, uh, with an opportunity for leadership and to, and to learn and grow into that. So I administrated Lutheran schools from 2007, uh, through 2021, um, K to eight schools, nine through 12 schools. Um, my most recent before coming to Concordia St. Paul was, uh, Concordia Lutheran High School in Fort Wayne, Indiana, where I served as the principal there for four years. And then as the head of school, which is sort of like the executive director, for five years, mm-hmm. uh, was really enjoying that. Very happy there. Uh, we were doing some really cool stuff. And then actually president Friedrich called me and, and asked me to consider a role, um, in administration here, particularly to the chief diversity officer position. And I got to tell you at first, I, I asked a lot of questions. Uh, <laughs> why, why does CSP want a CDO? Um, what, uh, where, what position is the, is, is the university in as far as understanding what what really we want that chief diversity officer to do. Um, and we prayed a lot about it. My wife and I have got uh, uh, three sons, Jeremiah, Isaiah, and Malachi. Jeremiah was uh, graduating eighth grade when President Friedrich reached out to us. Um, Isaiah was right behind him. They're 17 months apart, so he was in seventh grade. And Malachi was finishing up first grade. He had the best first grade teacher ever. Um, <laughs> and so we had a lot of thinking and praying to do. And, and um, through that process, really felt God's calling, God's tug on my heart and our hearts as a family to come and serve in this role um, and really driven a lot by our promise statement uh, Mm -hmm. where Christ is honored and all are welcome. Uh, I don't know that that could be a better fit for what I feel like my life has been, particularly as shown by my my parents. Mm -hmm. Uh, Christ was honored in our family and certainly all were welcome. So it really felt like a good fit for me to, uh, to make the, the transition and come to CSP. Um, of course, not without, uh, you know, challenge, you have readjustments and um, all of those kinds of things, but uh, but that's been the path so far. Along the way, I've had an opportunity to serve at, uh, in the Association of Lutheran Secondary Schools on, mm-hmm. on that board and really connect with Lutheran high schools really across the country and across the world. Um, and I feel like that's a really strong connection that maintains uh, as I'm now at the higher ed level uh, to continue to support our, our Lutheran high schools and encourage our Lutheran high school students to consider coming to our, our Concordia universities and specifically to Concordia St. Paul. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing that background. And, and so you've been here now for, for a few years and, um, You've worn a few different hats already uh, during your time at CSP, but but let's talk about your current responsibilities. What are your 
you know, your day-to-day responsibilities as well as some of the big picture things that you're, you're leading? Yeah. So primarily uh, my responsibilities are to serve as the chief diversity officer and um, execute our diversity strategic plan. And so we'll talk about that in a minute, um, that, but that's primarily where my focus lies right now. I also have the opportunity, I mentioned this ties back to my, my uh, uh, college instruction in, in biology, um, but I also have a chance to teach an intro-level biology course here at CSP. I absolutely love doing that. And I'm also in the process of developing a class for our CSP Global platform, uh, leading in complex organizations. And hmm. so uh, just finished writing that class. It's going through all the final uh, revisions and approvals, and that class will launch in the fall, and likely I'll be uh, uh, have the opportunity to teach at least a couple of sections of that as well. That leading in complex organizations class really uh, parallels the work done in the CDO role because it talks about how do we approach um, uh, business, how do we approach leadership in business through the lens of seeing the value of all around us and supporting those around us uh, as a leader. So, and then as the chief diversity officer, um, now we're, we're in a bit of a, a, a building a team mode, which is really exciting. Um, as I uh, really focus on the CDO role, we'll, we'll bring along uh, Ms. Akila Roberson, who is the director of the Chapman Diversity Center. Um, Li Pao Zhang is uh, uh, the director of the Center for Hmong Studies. And so those are the two other members that'll be on our diversity team as we, as we really seek to um, but yeah, execute on the diversity plan uh, going forward. So those are my responsibilities and day to day. I also serve on the executive leadership team. So one of the main roles is really to, to try to help the executive leadership team um, recognize those areas in which we're doing well, uh, work with others as we try to increase pers- uh, uh, persistence and graduation rates for our students, particularly our students in diversity. Um, to understand what might be out there, what might be surrounding us, and and really, honestly, to wade through all of what DEI might mean and help us focus on what it means for us and how we can be successful here in accordance with our mission, with our vision, and our promise statement. So I would say that's that's the primary, those are the primary responsibilities right now, what I what I do on a regular basis. Yeah, thank you. So let's talk about... Um you know, what we mean when we talk about diversity at CSP and, and our diversity strategic plan, how does that look and, and, and how does that fit in kind of with the overall university strategic plan? Yeah, it's really interesting because we have such a, a, a strong mission statement, a strong promise statement. And so really it's everything that we do funnels through that, funnels through this, this lens of our mission and, and promise, promise statements. So as we look at diversity, the, the primary definition that we'll use is, is really a, a mnemonic that, that we use that we've been using now for about a year. And it, and it really flows with diversity. So difference, here's what we mean when we say diversity, different individuals, that's us valuing, valuing each other. And that, that word value is one that we really wrestle with a lot. How do I show that, show someone else that they have value to me? right? That they had value to someone else. And ultimately what we want to be able to share with people is that they had value to God, um, that Jesus himself came obviously to live and die for us. And, and that shows us our value. And so we want to value other people. And there's lots of ways to do that, but that's the, that's the key. That's the focus. So different individuals valuing each other. And then this other sort of key phrase is regardless of, so regardless of skin, identity, talent, or years. And so there's a whole spectrum of diversity out there. But what we want to focus on is say, look, 
we whoever is whoever decides or whoever says that they're going to choose CSP, we want to show them that they have value regardless of their skin, their identity, their talent, or their years, and specifically help guide them towards a stronger faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. That that that's the that's the reason why CSP exists, mm-hmm. right? In our mission and our promise statements. So all of that surrounds. Okay, as we work with people, as we serve people, as we walk alongside people through this higher education journey, we want to help them graduate. We know that's going to be a, a really key uh, a point in their life. It's going to help them in so many ways to obtain that degree, to earn and achieve that degree. And in the process, we want to show them that they have value. And one of the best ways to show them that God values them is to show them that we value them because of what God did for us. Mm-hmm. And that's really the, the key point for us when we talk about diversity. So when we engage and encounter, whether it's diversity of skin color, uh, whether it's diversity of years, right? We have a strong CSP global platform that really aims at uh, uh, people coming back to school, maybe a little bit older, they've got a family, maybe they're in a career and they're looking to switch career. But how we show that person that they have value, right? That they have value. Um, and then again, there's all kinds of talent. Identity becomes a, a whole big conversation mm-hmm. that we can have. And we can get lost in all the specifics of, well, are we talking gender identity? Are we talking sexual identity? Are we talking the, all of these different identities? And the reality is for us is when a, when a person chooses CSP and says, I want to study here. One, they agree to going through our theology courses already. They agree to being a part of our community. And we agree to showing them value, mm-hmm. right? And showing them value and walking alongside with them and pointing them constantly and consistently to Christ. And that's, mm-hmm. that's really what we mean when we talk about diversity here at CSP. That's awesome. So, so what, you know, on a day-to-day basis, what kind of programming exists? What does the diversity work look like at CSP? Yeah. So we're, uh, you know, as we start out, we have the Chapman Diversity Center is really where a lot of the student programming stems from. Um, and Akila does just a fantastic job of, of uh, doing celebratory events for our different student groups, uh, whether that's our Hmong student group or Black Student Union, uh, there's a whole, whole host of them. Uh, bringing in speakers to help students as we talk through the various uh, issues surrounding diversity, to be a support center, and really even just to be a place where students can go and feel comfortable, uh, go and feel that they can study, that they can see other students that are like them, they can meet students that aren't like them. Uh, and so so a lot of the programming stems from, you know, paint and sip nights and, and uh, uh, dinners, uh, celebratory dinners, our Martin Luther King Day service day where we get together and then go out in the community and serve together. So those are some of the program things uh, that we do. We also then extend and part of my role is then to work with the faculty and staff. And so we've mm-hmm. launched this year a book study on uh, called the Diversity Playbook, which is guidance and recommendations for Christian organizations. And so we, we've met um, about six or seven times or so this year. And we've got a good group of really just working through the, the context of that book, understanding where individually we might be on this journey, what we would consider ourselves, how far along, the knowledge that we might have, the experiences that we might have, and then really now transitioning into, okay, now that I've learned a little bit more about myself, how do I engage with others uh, in this in this way? So really trying to build a base, uh, per se. Um, and then go forward with, okay, what might this look like in your own context? Mm -hmm. One of the things that I'm really big on is helping people understand what we're trying to do and then let them move forward and be creative on what it looks like in their context. 
uh, because I think the blanket type uh, uh, initiatives are ones that stick with some and don't with others. And you get this constant then, you know, success in some areas and pushback in others. And But if people buy in and say, oh, okay, here's where I'm at. I have an understanding of what we're trying to do. Hey, here's where I'm going to go with it, with this foundation that I now have. Um, oh, and that's awesome. really the, the goal. That's great. I love that, um, that approach and that uh, wisdom, I would say, and in, 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 in making it contextual for folks and and making it making it go that way versus yeah trying to be prescriptive about it <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean the the prescriptive part of it can seem again maybe i'm not ready for it or maybe i'm ready for more um but it's hard to be able to with so many wonderful people here at csp a lot of creativity a lot of great ideas a lot of a lot of uh, uh passion and and those ideas then can be supported through our team we don't have to then you know again be prescriptive overall that's super. So you talked about, you mentioned uh, the term DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And and, and we know, uh, to be frank, that that even that terminology sometimes can be controversial within uh, the church or within culture at large. Um, sometimes people have issue with specific programming or different emphases, different books that are recommended. Um, there's a whole host of, uh, I would say, pitfalls um, in trying to do this good, good work of, of serving a diverse student population. Um, how do we navigate the tension and the various topics, the various um, things that might cause friction or conflict um, to serve our students well, and also kind of remain uh, consistent with our commitment to the context of the Christian gospel? Yeah, a great question. And, and, and the question, right, as we go through and, and, and try to work through uh, supporting our students and making sure that the diversity work, the DEI work that we do here at CSP flows out of our mission and throws, flows out of who we are as an institution. So one of the things that I find really actually very um, grounding is that when we're at a, a, a Christ-centered Lutheran university, we already know uh, those things that we want to stem from. We have a, a mission uh, that we flow out of and we consistently revisit that and ask questions about, okay, as we're doing this, does this uh, go along with our mission or is it in contrast to our mission? And if it's in contrast, we don't do it. Mm -hmm. I think the other thing that that is really well-defined here at CSP that helps us is our focus, our, our thought forward is we want students to graduate. We want them to persist towards graduation. And the idea is how do we help support them? The reality is that for most, we only have them for a short time, right? We only have them for a short time. And so what impact can we make on their lives, regardless of where they come from, what they look like, even what their current faith background might be? How can we make an impact on their lives? How do we learn about them, who they are, how we might be able to engage them? And then how do we help show them that the the beginnings of the relationships start here and can last even past graduation, that mm -hmm. we can become a support area for them, uh, a relationship that lasts into the future. One of the things that I'm learning a lot about is social social cues, belonging cues. And mm -hmm. one of the main things that, that the research shows is that when people feel like the relationship will exist after a certain goal, right? Uh, then that value, that belonging increases exponentially. Wow. So huh. how do we stay connected to people, right? 
after they graduate. We want to help them graduate. That's really important, right? They're choosing us. Uh, they're they're uh, uh, saying, hey, we want this. So enter into this uh, agreement. And so we say, yes, we're going to value. You're going to, we're going to stand beside you. We're going to walk alongside you. And when this is over, when you get that degree, we want to continue to support you as best we can throughout the rest of your life and, and know that this is always your place, that you belong here, that you are a golden bear, right? Regardless of, of graduation or not. So, so that's it. Now, how do we do that and maintain within the context of, of the Christian gospel? And it really goes back to scripture. Uh, it really, for us, maintains that lens of what does scripture say? And in these contexts of dealing with people, scripture has a lot to say. Mm-hmm. For instance, uh, Romans 12, verse 9, talks about as far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all, right? As far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Love one another, right, is also very scripturally sound and based. Love as, as Christ has loved you. And so the real question that we wrestle with and all that is how do I show love? How do I show love and value to another person? Billy, I actually think this is one of the biggest questions that our society struggles with yes. <laughs> in saying, how do I love another person? And, and really to start that, right? Jesus says to Augustus, so it's love your neighbor, what? As yourself. So if I don't know how I love, then it's going to be hard for me to love somebody else. So the first step in the journey is really, how do I, how do I demonstrate love? Where, 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 where do I do that? What do people around me say? You know, when, when I'm in a relationship with somebody, whether it's long-term or short-term, what are they reflecting back to me that says, hey, I appreciate that. You showed me some value there. You showed me some love there. And then go from there and say, oh, okay. Um, now I see how I do it, how I'm naturally wired. And now I can go and do that with other people. So it's less about, I think anyways, and, and for our direction here at CSP, it's less about haggling with all of the sort of outer edges of the of the societal discussions and divisions and more looking internal to the hearts of the matter, truly the heart of the matter and saying, okay, in that, because we're not always going to agree, there's going to be situations that come up where, where we're at odds philosophically, theologically, and yet, <laughs> and yet we still need to love. So how do I do that best? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Jesus uh, obviously is a perfect example for us. Matthew 9, he talks about uh, when he saw the crowds, he's been teaching all day and the crowds are gathered. When he saw the crowds, the first thing he does, he doesn't get upset. He doesn't get, oh my gosh, we're with all these people. He had compassion for mm-hmm. them, right? Compassion. We're not talking about pity. We're talking about he sees needs and he wants to meet them. Yes. He wants to show them love. He wants to show those people that they have value to him. One of those needs happened to be eating, mm-hmm. <laughs> eating, rest, all those kind of things. But he showed them love. And all of those people, maybe we don't know, maybe they all agreed with everything that he said. Maybe they didn't. But he still showed them love and value and compassion. And my hope is that through our journey of, of the diversity work here, we can be a light in how we should, uh, in an example, in a model. We're not going to do it perfectly, of course. I'm not going to do it perfectly, of course. <clears throat> but that we can be a model and an example for others on, hey, let's focus on the question of love. Call on God, call on the Holy Spirit to help us navigate difficult situations and relationships, but always rely on the fact that the greatest commandment is this, love your neighbor as yourself. 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and God, and then also within the great commission, knowing that I will be with you always to the very end of the age. So yeah. with that confidence, we can go forward and do that. Well, that's, I would say that's a whole sermon right there. <laughs> I know you're not a pastor, but yeah, that's, I think it's beautiful. I think the, the, the thing that keeps standing out is just the emphasis on relationships, right? Like, and, and, and that's something that comes through a lot at, at CSP in, in such a variety of areas of our university life together is the power, the impact of relationships. And again, here's another place within CSP where relationships you know, we have our relationship with God who then informs our relationships with each other and how we love and serve each other. So that's, that's absolutely beautiful. So, yeah, yeah. thanks. And I think, you know, again, in an educational setting, you know, it lends to this relationship. It's sort of this, this mutually beneficial relationship, right? Uh, the synergy that happens when the students and the, the, whether it's a faculty member, an instructor or administrator that's coming up alongside, you know, there, there are gains for both uh, and there's investment from both. And so where the respect and the value and the love come in, that helps fuel that relationship forward and cement it into the future. Um, I also think it's a challenge because, again, you know, there's it, it is a, sh- a relatively short amount of time. But how you cement it's enough for that person to say, hey, you know, remember, you can always come back to us and we will be here to help you and answer questions and mm-hmm. support you and, and show you love and value. Even after you've paid for your education, yeah. <laughs> it's more than that, right? It's more than that. And you're right. It's a beautiful thing about CSP because you can feel it all over the place, right? That's one of the strengths that we have here. Well, excellent. Do you have anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up today? I just want to add that I love that we're doing these, uh, uh, these interviews, the podcast. I mean, just, wonderful way to get to know people, you know, the power of story, it just continues to be relevant, continues to be uh, impactful. And so I just want to thank you for the time and investment that you spend in doing these and uh, just continue to love to hear the stories of people around CSP and the impact that God is making through them uh, and the way that we can, uh, the way that we can continue to bring more people to Christ through, through this university. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thanks for thanks for your time today, your leadership, your heart, your passion, uh, and for all that you do to serve our students, our faculty and staff, and, and beyond. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the One Heart Podcast. We invite you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, and consider sharing with a friend. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed on the One Heart Podcast are the speaker's own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of Concordia University St. Paul. The material information presented herein is for general information purposes only. The Concordia University St. Paul name, all forms and abbreviations are property of Concordia University St. Paul, and using them does not imply endorsement of or opposition to any specific organization, product, or service.